Welcome to BHM 365 with Dr. T, the show Real Relationships. Again, Real Relationships with Dr. T. We are so excited that you are back with us on another fantastic episode of Focusing on Relationships, where everything is about relationships from the beginning to the middle to the end and everything else. So we are happy that you are here listening audience. And we do have Dr. T in the studio this morning. How are you, sir? Good morning, Sister Joanne. I'm doing good. How about you, ma'am? I am doing fantastic this morning. I'm excited about the topic this morning because we have already had our little come to Jesus before we came on about it. But this <laughs> topic is something I think we can actually do a part two on. Okay, hmm. so we need to think okay. about that. The topic today is a relationship with yourself or thinking about a relationship with yourself, where we're going to focus on how to set it back properly aligned with yourself, how to set that relationship back in alignment. If you got out of alignment and if you need to get in alignment, if you're already there, how to continue to stay aligned. So excited about this topic because we're living in a world today where people are just You know, it's just so mixed up. So many mixed messages are in our culture today. But the most important thing is that we are in tune with ourselves. Before we get started, I wanted to do a quote from a gentleman, um, Dr. T, by the name of Bill Harris. He's a teacher and founder of Centerpoint Research Institute. And in Mm -hmm. the book, The Secret, he says this quote, your life is in your hands. No matter where you are now, no matter what has happened in your life, you can begin to consciously choose your thoughts and you can change your life. There is no such thing as a hopeless situation. Every Hmm. single circumstance of your life can change. Love yes. that, Doctor T, because that's what you're going to mm. tell us. It's about being in line so that you can change. So let's get right into this topic today. I'm very excited. Mm. So go ahead and 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 bring us in, Doctor T. Well, thank you, Sister Joanne. I mean, every single thing, and that was that's a those are powerful words. Every single thing, and I yeah, I was just thinking, you know, as we were talking this morning to our come to Jesus moment, which was so phenomenal. Uh, if the people would only hear how we talk back, you know, backstage, it's just awesome, man. But I, I would, I'm just encouraged. But I'm also thinking that during this holiday season, we have a lot of people that are going through things. It's not an easy time for people who have lost loved ones and they're dealing with the financial stressors in life. There's just so many things that are on people's minds. So, I mean, I've been up all morning just, uh, you know, just with God putting some stuff on my head. But, but you know, when we think about this thing, we're going to talk about three things today. The relationship you have with you. And the boundaries within our awareness of our use and, and how we believe. And then the lastly, we're going to come out of that for us, understanding some precepts and how to have that relationship with yourself and come out with a healthy self uh, concept. So let's let's kick it off by thinking about this. Let's get the definition of what a self concept is, because that's a big word. Right. And uh, right. having a self a healthy self-concept, we really construct the way we think about ourselves from the beliefs we have about us 
and also the responses of others. So when you think about that, the beliefs about you, how many of us, we got all kinds of beliefs that we give ourselves about ourselves. When you think about yourself, immediately when I said that, we, we're thinking you don't really want to know what I think about me. Because some of us really don't think good about who we are. And sometimes we think more about what other people think we are and meaning that we internalize that and we, that becomes who we are because it really influences and affects what we believe. Because your belief is the center point of the relationship you've got with yourself. It's impossible whenever you think of how what relationship you got with yourself. It's really more about your, the beliefs you have about yourself. It's about the self-concept you have about the beliefs about you. It's how you internalize what you believe about yourself. And that comes from an inner perspective and an outward perspective. And so, Sister Joanne, as we think about that, I believe that we got to go back to the garden. I believe God has given us this, this great thing on top of these shoulders, and it, it can be a really valuable thing if, we're, if we are aware. You see, people are more likely to act their way these days in a new way of thinking than to think their way into a new way of acting. We, we're, more, we're more interested in acting out what we think instead of thinking out what we need to act. And it gets us in a whole lot of trouble, right? Right. God took the people in the Garden of Eden and he put them in a place, in a boundary. Let's just, let's, just, let's just use a metaphor of that boundary. He's saying, this is all you need to believe. If you stay right within this, you don't have to go beyond what you need to believe. I've given you everything. And you know how we are. And we listen to that Satan. We listen to the devil. We listen to other people, which draws us out of the boundaries in which we know we are. That's the struggle in life, trying to stay, trying to stay focused in your relationship with you. You get pulled by daily tasks. You get pulled by a variety of different things that pulls us away from ourselves. There is a little quote by this, by this guy named, uh, I, think it's, I think I'm saying it right, Diderot which says we are far more liable to catch the vices than the virtues of our associates, meaning that we're going we're gonna to hang on to the negative more than we are the positive. You know, that's where we find ourselves. And sometimes I think we suffer from loss aversion. You know, we're running away from the pain of our losses. So we're trying to chase those gains now because we're more interested in gaining things more than we are understanding the vitalness and the learning experiences and losses. Boundaries are not a bad word, but we've been taught that boundaries in saying no, that those are things that are bad to say. But boundaries protect us. And in fact, that you, if you are into you and you can figure that out with you and God, that's a good place to be. I mean, we got to come out and be social and everything. It, but when we really think about this whole thing about a relationship with ourselves, it, it brings an awareness of ourselves and it opens us up to understanding things in a wide perspective. But we have to take that time. You know, the Bible says we got to, we, some things we got to do, right? We have to take our thoughts captive sometimes because our thoughts will just run rampant because they're influenced by other people and as well as what we think. So we have to, the Bible says, take your own thoughts captive. We have to take those thoughts captives. 
even those things that come from us from the outside, as well as from the things we think on ourselves. So how do you do that? How do you do that? Well, that's what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about that today because one step is how do you do it? You got to stop running yourself down. You got to empty the trash. We got to stop running ourselves down by the things that we think about ourselves as well as the things other people, other people think about ourselves. What other people think about you, I heard this quote said, that ain't none of your business. Stop running yourself down. Empty your mind of failures. You know, unless you take out the trash, right? You know, my mother used to always tell me, man, don't take the trash out. I used to love those trash runs whenever I got to drive the car when I was like 16 to 17. You know, I dropped the trash and I'd go all the way across town, right? But, but I had a mission to take the trash out. I think during times when you are having a relationship with yourself, you need to empty the trash first. Figure out how to do that. You know, I saw this other quote that said, 5% of the things we are responsible to what happens to us, and 95% of the responsibility on how we respond. We have more control of how we respond to the trash. See, we got to understand that. You've been given, I guess, you know, the right to not have to accept certain things that come in your mind about you. So stop. Just say stop. S-T-O-P. Stop running yourself down. Empty your mind of failures. You know, take the trash out. The second thing I would say is that we have to think about what we have and stop dwelling on our losses. See, we, we dwell on our losses a lot. And if you dwell on your losses a lot, you'll tend to, psychologically, you'll have loss aversion. You'll forget about losing and you'll start trying to gain, gain, gain when essence when you're losing. So we have to stop dwelling on our losses a lot of times. People who struggle with losses, they place unusual demands in relationships onto other people. Some people are really bitter because of the losses that they had. And so it helps make them feel better if they just pounce on you for instead of dealing with the pain of the loss that they got. They That's always good say misery love company, right? <laughs> misery does love company. And misery also, when I add that, misery projects on company too. And so we got to, you know, think about how we're dealing with that. We shouldn't project that on, on, on people. We shouldn't dwell on those certain things. I'm not trying to say just not deal with it in a sense totally, but we don't need to dwell on it. You can deal with a loss and not dwell on a loss. There's a difference in that. And, and, and uh, sometimes we have to stop thinking solely about ourselves. Sometimes we have to think of other people. You know, I think we are at our best Dr. T, when we give of ourselves to others. I really, Absolutely. really believe that when we give of ourselves to others more and more, and not necessarily money, we're talking about time, we're talking about Absolutely. energy, we're talking about just sitting down and having a cup of coffee with someone and really talking <laughs> through their problems, their situation, or just enjoying the day. We, we're just better. Well, you know, we are enjoying, you're, you're absolutely right. I think we are responsible to others and for ourselves. Mm, yeah, that's A lot of times we think we're responsible for others. No, we're responsible to others, responsible for ourselves too. Um, my responsibility for me and where someone else began is a boundary. So we have to set boundaries in our responsibility to others as well as for ourselves. Those are boundaries. 
And sometimes we overlap those and we become codependent or we, we acquiesce in certain ways and relationships. That's what that boundary and that responsibility is. Boundaries are there for a reason. It teaches me that what I'm responsible for and what other people are responsible for and where theirs begins. I mean, it's got to be a mutual thing. Yeah. And, you know, thinking about that, Dr. T, a lot of times we put ourselves in situations where we shouldn't be. And I think Mm -hmm. when we with you talking about boundaries, we got to know our limits, you know, um, because sometimes we put ourselves in situations and give in when we're not even called to it. Okay, because a lot of times God has certain people that we are to be responsible to. And we tend to create that for ourselves, thinking that we're responsible to them. And sometimes it can lead to something really, really that we can't control. So that's why those boundaries are important too. knowing who God is calling you to or to be open to the leading of the spirit to to call you to who, who you're responsible Well, that's a powerful point, Sister Joanne, because that develops, that's all about that relationship we're talking about with yourself. Because if, you know, I've known people that that come see me as a psychologist in relationships, and they've lost themselves. For some reason, they've got this thing of guilt that they have to always do for other people. And when you do for other people what they do for themselves, you know what you create then, you create a dependent relationship. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, you know, you're responsible you know, to others, you're responsible for yourself. There is a mutual care in that. There's a mutual giving in that. You know, sometimes we give till we give out, but we haven't did anything to giving for ourselves. And that depletes us. And some of us have become, we, we, we tend to appreciate that. We, we tend to get in that way where we just, we just think that that's what we're supposed to do. And, and people will take advantage of you. You know, if you don't, if you don't speak up and, and tell people no, People will take people, but you be yesing you all day. Yeah. They will do it. They will be, they, they will deplete you all day. And they maybe they don't mean to, but sometimes people do mean to. Sometimes some people just not good for you, mm-hmm. right? Because they ain't no good for themselves yeah. and they just start to deplete you. But, but you have to set those, you got to be responsible for your relationship with yourself to set the boundaries for yourself so that you can have a healthy perspective on an interrelationship. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever you're in a relationship, I always talk about this. If you go to an ATM machine and you're putting more money, you put money in and you draw more money than you got out, you're going to have some NCA, NF, NSFs. You know, you, you got to deposit, right? And you got to withdraw. You know, it's reciprocal. And so if you're in a relationship where you're giving more, that's an imbalanced relationship. And you got to sit down and have that hard conversation uh, about to someone about the relationship that you've got with yourself. You know, I've got these boundaries set up and, and this is more about you and not about me. And that's that, that that helps other people. It frees them up too. you know, in the Bible, it talks about we are responsible to others and for ourselves. Where it says carry each other's burden in Galatians 6, 2. That burden in that particular text meant that that burden was never meant. That's like an overload in the Greek. The burden that it uses in Galatians 6, 2 is like carry it says in that text that, let me, let me look at the text. It says, Galatians 6, 2, it says, carry each other's burdens. What that's saying is, is that no one is supposed to carry a burden by themselves. It says, carry each other's burden. That's somebody sharing a burden in Galatians 6, 2. 
See, you can't carry a burden by yourself. See, then when it goes on and it talks about the other word for load, it says that in that verse, in that text, it says that is a load is like a knapsack. That's something that you need to carry daily. Now, you can carry your own load, but you can't. You got to share your burden. See, and that's in relationships. We got to share burdens, but we carry our own load. That's what I'm talking about. See, it's a mutual thing. You share the burdens in a relationship, but you carry the load in your own personal responsibility for you. Mm, that's very, very good. That's very good because um, two things make me um, think here about that is with single people tend to mm-hmm. carry their family burdens he- yeah. uh, all the time. I mean, and then particularly in the black family, the single black female tend to carry a lot of the family's burdens. And we yeah. see that very, very often where to the point where it makes them sick or you know, it just really distracts their alignment of themselves to the point. My second point is self-care. They've forgotten how to self-care for themselves. So when we start thinking about carrying other people's burdens by ourselves, we're forgetting Mm -hmm. ourselves in the midst of that. So I think what's, (laughs) what's very important here and which I really believe in is self-care. That's what you're telling us. We have to care about ourselves. We have to take care of ourselves just as well as the people we are responsible to or led to. We cannot carry their burdens by ourselves. Amen, amen, and amen. See, that's exactly right because the loads are, the loads are, we are expected to deal with our own personal selves and our relationship with ourselves with our own feelings, our own attitudes and behaviors. That's self-care. Mm-hmm. Let me say that again. That's strong. Our loads, our attitudes, our feelings, our own behaviors, those are things that we need to carry daily, but we need to have that relationship with ourselves. That's self-care. The burdens are when other people preoccupy you with their stuff and load it on you that you ain't got time to deal with you. Mm. And so did y'all get that audience? I'm I'm, Ben that right there was, hey, did you get that? That's powerful, ain't it? Yes, absolutely. That's a boundary. We spend more time carrying other people's burdens than we deal than we do dealing with our loads. Mm. Which result in so many health conditions, you know, to the body, to the whole health. And, and how we um, react on a daily basis. We don't take the time to stop and just rest in the midst of all that. So with that mm-hmm. rest, with no rest becomes a lot of stress, which in turn affects our body internally. So that's Absolutely. that self, self-care too, is paying attention to what my body is doing. Now, I know for sure that's very prevalent, and it's probably in every family, but we know in the Black family, that's that's pretty huge. Mm-hmm. That's so hard, and that's where and my research has stated that the FOSI, that I acronym that, that African Americans have in their relationships and failed marriages and failed relationships are family, attachments, history of learned behavior, low socio economic, social, environmental problems, and internal and external control factors that people do, or lack in, inward lack of, 
or you know, and things of that sort. And uh, you, you're right. We got a we got a world, especially during holiday season. There's going to be so many burdens put on folk. And let me ask you this question. I want to ask the audience, not you, but I want to ask the audience. This Christmas or this New Year, as we approach it, determine you're going to practice as Sister Joanne said, self care. Spend more time taking care of Galatians 6 2. Read that text. Take care of your loads before you start trying to share somebody else's burden. You are, if you right now are not taking any self care and taking care of your own personal daily things that you got to deal with, with you, how in the heck are you going to deal with somebody else? Mm. That's the problem. We go from relationship to relationship and we ain't even dealt with the load of the daily stuff that we deal with. Some of you guys out there are so preoccupied with somebody else that you ain't even thinking about yourself because some of you guys out there, you don't want to think about yourself because you don't want to change yourself. You don't think you even got no problems. You've been running around with all kinds of loads and stuff, and you've been sharing everybody's burdens. You're doing it all in the name of Jesus, and that is very unhealthy. You are in an unhealthy relationship with God. You need to go back to take care of the loads daily. Take the personal care. Do that, do that home cosmography on yourself, your own feelings, your own attitudes and your behavior first before you start getting into taking somebody else's load. Because you can't come from a good place if you ain't dealt with your space yet. How are you going to tell somebody else about what they're dealing with? And you ain't even dealt with the load. You ain't dealt with the knapsack that you got. You're trying to take on somebody else's stagecoach. Let's, let's get back to awesome. taking care of our relationship with ourselves. Do the personal loads. Take care of the loads in Galatians 6, 2 that it says that you got to take up your load daily. And, and then you'll be healthy enough to share the burdens, those heavy things that nobody was, was prepared by God to take by themselves. Then you can share that load. Because mm-hmm. if you don't deal with your load, you're going to be overloaded. The overloaded <laughs> is when you got a burden and a load. You ain't dealt when you're dealing with somebody else's burden and you ain't dealt with your load. Am I preaching in here today? You are. You are preaching. Thank you. Thank you. I give credit to God. Well, you know, I love it because everything you just said, it kind of sums it up like this. Man becomes what he thinks about. Yeah. It's that simple. When If you're not thinking on yourself and trying to change yourself, you're going to become what you're thinking about. And many times it doesn't bring about change. Your whole life. Your whole life is a manifestation of your thoughts that go on in your head. Lord, have mercy. Let me quote my little quote behind there. For you are the embodiment of information you choose to accept and act upon. To change your situation, you got to change your thinking. Hence your subsequent reaction. I love it. This has been fire. I'm so excited. And, um, you know, to sum it up, because you really just summed it up. So um, before we close today, give us, you know, these la- at least two or three other things, because I, I was really liking that last quote. That was excellent. And do that again as well. Well, first off, deal. Stop. 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 <laughs> One. Stop. If you're if you're sharing a burden, somebody's burden, if you haven't dealt with your load, reverse that. Deal with your daily load first. Take it to God. And you and God work that load out. Then go help somebody carry that burden. Because usually, oftentimes, we project 
the worst thing you can do is try to help somebody share a burden and you complaining about the load you got. Sure, you know, then you'll be freed up, free yourself up. Take care of your load first and then go help somebody. And then if you on the other side, if you're sharing, if you're taking care of you're taking care of your load and you see somebody else out there that has something that they can't carry, and you're coming from a healthy place, help them. That's what the season's all about. That's what Jesus did. Jesus gave himself. Jesus was very aware of who he was. He took the load of us on him. He even took the burden. He did both. He didn't need you to either or. He did both and. But he's God. It was heavy for him. I know it's heavy for you. But let me say this, give you an encouraging word. You can overcome where you are. You can do this. But you got to trust God with it. First, you got to become aware of the situation. And maybe me and maybe me and Joanna shared something with you. We're not talking down to you. We're saying we struggle with this too. We make the same mistakes we're trying to tell you not to make. You may say, Well, how can you tell me that? Well, it don't, it don't disqualify me. It just lets, lets you know that I'm in it with you, but I understand it. Exactly. So don't look down on yourself. Start finding joy in whatever circumstance you find, the scripture says. I know this other quote, I spent my life walking under the clouds of self-doubt, whose acid raindrops has blurred my vision and put holes in my heart. But when I've learned to open up the umbrella of self-confidence and confidence in God, the skies cleared up for me and the sunshine called joy has become my constant companion. Open up those umbrellas of joy when rain is falling all over you. Find God in the midst of whatever you're going through. And with God and a joy-filled umbrella, you can accomplish anything. Love it. Constantly putting yourself in the state of joy. Awesome. This was an awesome time this morning. We are so excited. We've been talking about having a relationship with yourself or getting back in alignment with your relationship and who you really are and how to do that. Love it, Dr. T. And talking about boundaries, setting those boundaries for yourself, getting back to knowing your limit. And then I love how you said to empty the trash and stop dwelling on the losses. Because a lot of times that's where we dwell. We're there. So bring in the joy that you're talking about. Because do things that only bring you joy. Don't be discouraged this Christmas. So thank you so much for being with us, audience. We know that next time we're going to give you something, a part two on this, I believe, Dr. D, which is awesome. (laughs) So thank you for joining. And we will see you next time on Real Relationships with Dr. T, where everything, my audience, is about relationships.